Let's get ready to pickle! Welcome to the Pissed and Pickled Podcast with Missy and Lori, two below-average pickleball players with an array of above-average flair, eager to irritate and delight you. And now, here they are. Hey, welcome. It's Missy and Lori from the Pissed and Pickled Podcast. Hello. Boy, do we have a fun-filled day for you guys today. Busy, busy. Holy, holy cow. All kinds of Um, stuff. All kinds of stuff. And today's show is brought to you by Kinzer Brand, Mm -hmm. bringing you stylish and cozy pickleball apparel to... For all your pickleball needs, not only will you look good, you'll play good, and they are just some great guys. Check them Fabulous out. Guys. Yep. Check them out at Kinzer.com to get on their website and see all the great things they have, or Kinzer.brand on Instagram. They're always posting fun pictures and lots of things about what they have going on. So check them out, and we're going to visit with them right here on this very show. And they are amazing They are guys. amazing fellas, yes, and are. we're going to have them on our show a little mm-hmm. bit later today. And speaking of exciting things and people that we're going to have on our show, not right. only today, mm-hmm. but every day. Every damn episode. Every episode from yes. here on out, we're going to have no other than Christy Sharpstein. Oh you know her. My. You loved her. She licked the dog's balls. She gives <laughs> fabulous, she fabulous does. pickleball tips. She's a 5.0 player. She's Great info. won a million tournaments. She's going mm-hmm. out to Vegas to play in that big one pretty soon. And we ran into her again, and we're going to keep running into her because she's going to be on our show every single day. And what is that portion going to be called? It's going to be called Tips Up with Christy. She's a bad man without Just as fine as she can be It's time for Tips Up with Christy. Nationwide tournament player and instructor here to make you better. Hi, Christy. How's it going today? It's going fantastic. How are you? I'm doing good. God, you just about killed me out there. I think my back is ready for some, I don't know, what do you take, milk of magnesia or is that icy hot or, I don't know, a brace, something. Because you constantly had me today. Tell them what we were working on today. Well, keeping your paddle up for and ready for the next ball. And keeping your bend at the knees. Oh, and bend at the knees, not at the waist. Right. Bend at the knees. And that's a lot. That's a lot of core, and that's a lot. I mean, you gotta practice doing that. You gotta practice like squats. Yes, it's get... more like Pilates and squats than right. it is like uh, bending over. Like, yeah, we we don't bend at the knees enough. I see people bending at the right. waist. Right. And I know when I don't bend at the knees, it always goes straight into the net. Exactly. Because I'm up here and, you know, whatever. Balls down there. So we just finished up a lesson here at the courts, and it's a nice background noise, isn't it? It is. It's beautiful. We should have just got that woman that just splattered on the court. That would have been a good sound effect. But anyway, so let's talk about what we worked on today. You said for me to keep my paddle up. Keep your paddle up and out. What I see a lot of times with beginning players and improving players is that they hit the ball, and then they drop their paddle down. And so a lot of times they're taking it in the... You know, they're taking it in the mouth or, or the worse. boobs. Or the boobs. Right, right. Um, and it's because they didn't have their paddle back up. Right. So you and have to have it up. You have to have it up. And, and like in a backhand, if you see they're coming to smash one at the line at you, sort of in a backhand hold. Yes. Yeah, so if, if you're standing at the kitchen line and you see someone about to light you up, which mm-hmm. means their paddle is coming back and you can see that they're rearing back, mm-hmm. you need to turn your paddle backhand and a little bit out from your body mm-hmm. and loosen your grip. Loosen so that, it. Don't yes. hold it tight. Don't hold it tight. So this is for a block, not a counterattack. A counterattack would be you're going to punch it back at them. Right. But if you want to change the pace of the game, you want to loosen your grip and hold your paddle face out backhand, 
uh, very flat and let the ball just bounce almost like a like a backboard right and ease up taking with your grip tension being light it takes the pay that takes some of the power out of the ball uh-huh. and then it'll help the ball just to drop right over the net and now you've changed the pace of the game and now they're playing a dinking game which they weren't before right which we worked on also over and over and over and you gave us some great drills and drilling's really important i don't do it could you tell <laughs> just a little yeah just a little bit but it is i mean the repetition and do 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 and um and, and eventually hopefully i'll get better i don't know absolutely but i i think every time if you every time you hit the ball if you just put the paddle back up out in front of you so that your contact point is up and out you're going to uh you're first of all you'll cut off the angle and you won't let the ball travel into your body and get um t-rexed like people do right, where they right. have to with the short arms right not yeah exactly so okay. when you play with those slammer guys that are just bringing it you should just stand there and just block, block absolutely block. especially if they're uh, significantly overweight then they can't get right. there and i know you yelled well it was line. a constructive yell but you said get your paddle up to your boobs and off your knees exactly and i said you don't know where my boobs are <laughs> They are. My paddle is where they are. <laughs> but I'm just kidding. They're not really that far down. But anyway, well, that has been some great, great tips. Anything else before we let you run to your car today? Because I know you got other lessons to run to. Any other tips for today? I, I think we covered it. It's the, I think getting your paddle up and out after you hit each ball, put your paddle up. Like You have to imagine that you're the only one. The ball's going to come back to you every time. Mm-hmm. So you have to put your paddle up as though the ball was going to come back to you like you're the only player on the court. Right. So keep your paddle up and have that in your mind. Okay. And I think you'll be fine. Well, thanks so much, Christy. That was awesome. I just feel like we're a better player every time we listen to you and Absolutely. try to apply the tips that you give us. And our lesson went well. And you know what? Not only do people need pickleball lessons, but... Mm-hmm. I think in general, people need lessons on how to be nice. Yeah, a lot of people do. And not be a butthole. Mm-hmm. For instance, <laughs> you and I mm-hmm. went out Saturday night to the Royals game. Kansas City Royals, baseball. Yeah. I think they played the Seattle Mariners or something. The Royals aren't doing very well this year, so nobody was really watching the game anyway. Not really. It was basically, I think it was the last homestand. Yep. And a lot of... Uh, corporations and people were having their end of the year parties and right. whatever for for their people so anyway so we we went to the game right yep and we went to the game and just moseyed around talked to a lot of people we had a good time asking them what pissed them off and and they were playing along we got lots of pictures of people eating mm-hmm. everything under the sun yeah. my god do people go there to eat they do or eat to watch drink. the game to eat and drink. I never saw so many things on a stick. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, is that meatloaf on a stick, sir? Yes. That looks yummy. <laughs> so anyway, so we were just miranding around, talking to folks like we always do, and we passed somehow. I don't know how we got up there, but we were on the suite level. I think we just walked up there. Yeah, we were just seeing what was up. Yeah, so we were moseying around up on the suite level, and the Frank White suite, which is kind of a prestigious kind of suite, well, the it's doors nice. were open, and the bartender was like, hey, what's up, ladies? How you doing? So we walked on in. Mm-hmm. We did not order a drink. No. We did not take any of those little didn't eat any cute food. little canopy foods they no, had. I wanted to, but I didn't. We just walked in, and we walked, because they have like the suite area, and then you walk out through some glass doors, and then your seat's right actually outside to watch the game right yes. outside of the suite so we pulled up a chair pretty watched, much behind home plate there pretty, yeah pretty much i mean they were sweet sweet mm-hmm. sweet 
tickets. Mm -hmm. um, and so we started talking to the folks next to us, which were super nice. And we're oh, like, yeah. hey, what's going Fabulous on here? Couple. Mm -hmm. We told them we were from the podcast, asked them what pissed them off, you know, things we do. Mm -hmm. They were cool. They were like, oh, this is, uh, we work for a bank, or no, this is a bank mm -hmm. uh, party. And we were here, and not many people showed up. And we looked around, and was like, I don't know. Four. <laughs> <laughs> there, there weren't many people there at all, for no. sure. But we're like, oh, well, that's cool. And so they asked what we were doing, and we told them. And, and uh, I said, so you work for the bank? And, and what did she say? She was like, no, uh, my dad owns the bank. Yeah. I was like, like oh, right. is his name Mr. Drysdale? <laughs> um, are you Jane Hathaway? But so we still kept talking to them, and she she pointed over. She goes, "That guy over there, um, is the bank president. He'd be a good one to talk to." Yeah, the dude that was giving us the stink. Yeah, eye he the was whole like time. like glaring at us okay. the whole time. We're like, "All right, we'll we'll, we'll mosey over there in a minute. We'll talk with him." And uh, so we did. So we walked over to him, and we thought he was going to come up to us and say, "Oh, hey, you How know you what's doing? going on? Get you get you a beer, get you something." Oh no, he goes, "You need to leave." Why are you here? <laughs> and we're like, uh, <laughs> but we're here to do. He goes, this is a private party and you're not invited. You need to get out now. Okay, Jeffrey. I'm like, Jeff, Jeffrey. Oh my God. Do you what know a, who we are? A I'm like, seriously, you're throwing us out? <laughs> he goes, yes, I'm throwing you out. If you don't get out, we're going to call security. I'm like, God. security. God, I you dare you, Jeffrey. middle-aged women up here. They're we're causing not, a ruckus. <laughs> they're not drinking or eating anything. They're just talking to people. We want them to leave. You get them the hell out of here now. God, yeah, So I was like, whatever, Jeffrey. Settle down. So we left out of that scene. That wasn't any yeah. fun anyway. Those people were boring, and they could have used some entertainment yeah. up there. So we moseyed on, and then we ended up. That's in the, right, when I went into the bathroom, and yeah. that little escapade happened. Yeah. Well, yeah, that happened. Well, mm -hmm. first, tell them what you did. Well, I was just going to the bathroom, and I had all this stuff in my hand, and so I don't know if you've ever done this, but you put your phone, like, under your neck by your chest and hold it down, which I just had that surgery, so it was kind are of you sketchy. a hoverer? Whoa, are you a hoverer on the on the toilet? No, I'm not going to hover. I just throw it all down. I'm like, <laughs> bang. <laughs> and anyway, I turned around to flush the toilet, and the my phone goes, tink, in the toilet, which I was like, Whoosh snapped up extremely quickly dried it off and all that, and that did you have of, a bag of rice with you i didn't i thought <laughs> i did rice. and i looked in my backpack and so then i shuffled out of there all traumatized and then we were went on our way little did i know like what five minutes later oh it was longer minutes, than five minutes 15, later yeah i'm like hey where's my backpack <laughs> <laughs> the clear one that you had to go buy because you can't take anything yeah, in the that all, stadium. Everything we clear, had was Which pisses in. me off, too. It's like, yeah. really? You really yeah. want to see what's in my bag? It's yeah. not that exciting. But, uh, so, yeah. So then we had to play, you know, search and rescue and track fun. down her bag. It wasn't fun. That took about two more innings. And then we yeah. ended up after that in the Diamond Club, mm -hmm. which was cool. We weren't invited in there anyway, but they let yeah. us on in. Oh, and Candy tried to stop us. Candy, Candy did yeah. try to stop us, but... We're like, no, you know, Candy, we'll go on the other side. Yeah, that side door works like a charm every time. So we did that. It was fun, but it's like, come on, Jeff, don't be a butthole. Yeah. I mean, there's ways to say, hey, guys, this is, you know, a private party. Horrible Can't delivery. Be in here. Yeah. He was just a butthole. And I swear, butthole. when I was at the grocery <laughs> store this morning, I swear I saw him in there pushing his cart, and you were in the produce section. I just want, I, if I would have known for a fact it was him, I just wanted to crash my cart into his and go, excuse me. 
this is a private produce section and you need to leave <laughs> now. Put that pepper down and get over to the bread department. You should have been like, Jeffrey! Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was him, but I'm like, eh, I'm not wasting yeah. my time on buttholes. So, yeah, I just, you know, I don't like mean people. They piss me off and there's a way... You don't like buttholes. No, there's a way to handle things and, and that certainly wasn't it. It's not. And, it's but I'll tell you, Jeffrey. But I'll tell you who does know how to handle things, right? And that's the Kinzer boys. We certainly do. And we're going to sit down with them right now and just kind of pick their brains. We have the Reyes cousins. Yes, we do. Rod and Eric with us live on Zoom via from New York and from Naples, Florida. Naples, Florida. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. So first of all, we want to thank you so much for being our exclusive sponsor. We couldn't be more excited. We love, love, love your line of stuff. It's so Thank comfortable. You. And I'm not just plugging, plugging here. Yeah. And I know everywhere we go, people are like, where'd you get that shirt? Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, it's Kinzer brand. Check them out. And they're like, they want to touch it. I'm like, yeah, it's so soft. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's has- really cool when, when I go to a park also, like a play pickable, uh-huh. and I see somebody wearing it. Like somebody oh. that I don't know. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. So I, I go, I introduce myself, and probably I, I made that shirt. I sent it to you. <laughs> yeah, I think that's but, my shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, cool. and just, just like Rodrigo said, right? I mean, we're both athletes. We um, grew up surrounded by sports, and then this idea came, and we were like, why, why don't we just do it? You know, um, it's, it's a cool concept, pickleball being the number one sport growing in in United States, and you know it's yeah. it's all over. So yeah. we were we we see a potential here. We see you know um, a lot of people are getting into it, and we were like, why not? So let let's just do it. The sky's the limit. So why not? Absolutely. And here we are. You did it up right. I mean, your logo, your colors, just everything about your packaging. I know when you send us packages, I mean, it is top notch. So professional. Yeah. And it's just, it's very impressive. Those hats are a delight. Oh, There's yes. light. Oh, yeah. yeah. I usually look yeah. like a dork in a hat. Yeah. And <laughs> I put that on, I'm like, dang, <laughs> I look pretty good in this hat. That's awesome. So um, are you probably a 5-0 player, I'm assuming? Yes. Yes. What is your biggest piece of advice you could give to a beginner? I tell them just to keep everything soft. The hand relax. So they are able to dink because it's such an easy sport that you can just start rallying against each other. Not like tennis. Tennis, you go on the other side and if he or she is a beginner, try to hit the ball, it's going to fly all over the place. It's not fun because you will have to go pick up the ball and then go again, try mm-hmm. to get right. one, one rally, two rallies maybe, and then the point is done. Pickable is so easy to keep the rally going. And that's why I think engage people and that, that's how they have fun with it. When you are able to interact more with the person on the other side, you're just hitting the ball back and forth, and you're talking, you're interacting with them. I think that that's what they that's why they loved. Right. I, so and I agree with Rodrigo down. there. Yeah, it, it is easier, okay. like you said there, right? But the other thing is, uh, tennis being so technical, it's like yeah. it's so hard to like really learn at the beginning and everything. <laughs> With pickleball, like you really can go and just smack the ball, right? And people people get so excited about it and they just want to go and hit the ball so hard. And they're yeah. like, oh my God, I'm hitting yeah. the ball. It's going yeah. over the net. And, and and they love that. But just like Rodrigo said, dinking, even though sometimes they're like, oh my God. In the beginning, didn't you get a little crazy with it at first? I did. I was like, ah, of course they went out. But yeah, you're right. It's just the strategy of the game that makes yes. it so fun. You know, we are pissed and pickled, and I kind of gave Rod a heads up on something we may be asking both of you boys. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Is there anything that just really kind of pisses you guys off? Don't say that. Don't say bad drivers. 
<laughs> yeah, in New York, that's a given. So yeah, we know, know that. that. That was going to be my first answer, but uh, <laughs> I was thinking about it. I was thinking about it. And something that really pisses me off is when someone is not nice to a, like a servers or to the maintenance guys or when someone is just being being an asshole. Technically. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Assholes, I mean, there's, really, there's, yeah, there's, there's no, no excuse for that. No, exactly. There's no reason why right. you have to be mean to them. It's, sometimes it's not their fault or you don't know what's going on with their lives. Yeah. And you don't have to be asshole to them so that really pissed me off no reason to be a dick logo don't be an asshole don't be an asshole i I was thinking because we have the k just uh, be kind yeah be kind kind of what about you eric what pisses you off well well, there's a few things that piss me off for sure um not one (laughs) thing but uh, to me, it's something a little bit similar to Rodrigo, but in this case, it's when someone doesn't provide a great service, um, regardless of what their industry is. Uh, we we happen to be in the industry of teaching, uh, mentoring, so we 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 believe in excellence. Um, I'm a true believer in excellence, and that you have to care for what you do. So right. um, I I really think that that's that's very important, uh, regardless of what of what you do. Like I said. And just care for what you do, right? Um, I've been in situations where you go somewhere and like you're not treated um, as they should. And I understand people goes they go through different adversities, you know. But at the end of the day, uh, that shows you know your true character, how how you treat others, how you do your job, how passionate and how um, how the excellence, right? Providing right. excellence and just right. providing a great service. Not really well. We're gonna do a giveaway every episode. That's you, right. Yes, that's right. right. Yeah, that's exciting. And, so, and yeah. we're going to throw that out there on Instagram. They're going to give away something every other week, every show. Mm-hmm. We will yeah, every, put it out there. And mm-hmm. You guys are so, you're just so easy to work with. Because, and the delight. Yeah. And everybody loves the product. Oh, they love it. I love, love it. And, you know, when they win, you just get in contact. We put you in contact with them. You, you right. take care of everything and we skate on out. Um, it's easy and everybody absolutely loves it when they get it. They're like, oh my gosh, this is really nice. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for, for the support. We really appreciate it. it. Rodrigo and I, we really spoke about you guys all the time. We've been listening to the podcast and they're so (laughs) funny. They're so funny. Um, (laughs) Thank you. Thank you guys. Everyone, please check them out. Go to their site, kinzer.com. Order up something and get your 15% off with pissed and pickled. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. We so good to see you. enjoyed this. It's been, a, it's been an honor. Thank you so much. Well, thanks, guys. It was such a delight having them here with us. They're and so nice. I they love are. Them. Great guys. Talk great about guys. nice guys. Mm-hmm. Goodness sakes. So if you want to get some of their great apparel, help them out. They are, they are you know, just starting out, and they are fabulous people in general and they have a great line of things check them out kinzer.com or kinzer brand follow them on instagram and you will not be sorry no you won't so what else has been going on i know this is pissed and pickled Mm -hmm. and we constantly ask you guys on here to send us an email or check out check us out on instagram at pissed Mm -hmm. and pickled and tell us if there's something pisses you off in your area or something, some hot topic, let us know. There's been quite a few people that have been telling us there there's have a been lot a of lot. shit that pisses them off. A lot of stuff pisses yes. people off. And mm-hmm. one really caught our eye. I believe she contacted us yesterday or the day before. Mm-hmm. Lydia from New York City. Lydia. They seem to have a controversy going up there about pickleball players taking over the kids' parks and then the kids, you know, throwing their balls in and riding their 
power wheels and their cozy coops through the court. Let's so we're just going to yeah. sit down with her and see exactly what's going on. Well, welcome, first of all, to the Pissed and Pickle podcast. Thank you for having me. And you contacted, because you know we're a lot about what pisses people off, and we're a lot about pickleball. And you said, hey, you guys need to talk about this. People are pissed off in New York City. That is exactly what happened. Um, pickleball players in New York City were referred to as the lantern flies of the sports oh, world. Okay. Wow. And I don't know how familiar you are all with lantern flies. I, I don't know if this is like a distinctly East Coast thing, but the the line in New York City is if you see a lantern fly, you should kill it because they are an invasive species. Oh my. Oh, we have lightning bugs here. Put them in, in a Midwest. jar and set them to the yeah, side. We'll take their light off and make rings out of them and things like that, but we don't kill them. We're killing them. That so is... it's getting crazy. So lantern flies are considered to be, you know, dangerous to the greater ecosystem. Oh my God. Um, you know, so I, I'm hoping we can be like lantern flies in that. You know, we figure out a way to survive um, and hopefully even grow, but without kind of the the toxicity and the, and the takedown of the existing ecosystem. Wow, exactly. So, have you actually been in attendance when some of these arguments have broken out? You know, it's it's hard. Yes, I've seen it. There are two sides to every story, and you know, the thing about New York City is we pickleball players are we're really scrappy. We're not playing on really nice courts. We are bringing right. our own nets with us. Mm -hmm. um, so we are setting up in in parks, you know, basically any open paved area that is not already in use, you know, and it is. And I totally see why parents are also frustrated with, with the pickleballers um, because, you know, we have limited open space, but it really, to me is like, how do we coexist? And I will fully admit kind of on both sides of the equation, there are some pickleball players that haven't always been the nicest. And, you know, there also are some parents that I think have, mm -hmm. have acted out of frustration and probably out of their, you know, normal day-to-day -day decorum. So it's, it's not an easy situation, right? Right. Because, you know, as a kid growing up in New York city, a, you don't have a lot of choices to go out and play in your backyard swing set. You right. can't, you know, go play kickball in the street with your friends like we do here in the Midwest. Mm -hmm. So I get the parents. I mean, you want your kids to go outside and be active, obviously. And I, you know, I get the side, the pickleball players want to play because it's, you know, the biggest, fastest growing sport in America. However, we need, you're right. We need to coexist because the kids still need to play. The pickleballers still need to play. You know, if, if we don't stop this here, what are we going to be doing? Stretching nets across Fifth Avenue and slowing traffic down, playing there? And I mean, is that a challenge? We could try to do that. <laughs> I mean, I think at this point, you know, with the popularity of pickleball, when the pro tour came to Flushing Meadows up in Queens in May, pickleballers, the professional pickleballers played in the New York City Stock Exchange. Right. Um, you know, so I think my approach is that like, how do we all do this together, right? Get the kids on the court, like we are welcoming. And I'm also trying to remind people like, look, there are young pickleball players who are professionals who are making multi-million dollar yeah. contracts. Like my perspective is actually like, hey, parents, are you being short-sighted? Like, this is actually a huge opportunity. Like pickleball is a future kid, like the young people are the future, you know, so why not actually embrace it instead of arguing about it? Like, let's come up with ways to coexist. Right. And, you know, I'm in the comment section of a local, of a local website now who came out with yet another article about this. And, 
you know, and their people are just saying like, no courts, no adults should be allowed in this. Like this should be a place for kids. Whereas I'm like, let's give us all some guidelines, right? Like, I think we all need a shared set of understanding and rules where to be fair to the parents, what's happening is, you know, a wide variety of these pickleball groups. We have four people coming, six people coming and setting up their own net. And not everybody wants to do the open play, which is what the group I am a leader in, like what we really try to encourage, where we're like four on, four off, everybody wait in line to use, you know, the allocated courts. But what's happening is, you know, we're getting other groups who don't want to do that open play, who want to host their own games, who are taking up, you know, the exact same amount of space for a smaller number of people. Um, And I think the challenge is because there are no specific rules in place, it almost puts those of us who are in this group in this role of like vigilantes or enforcers to be like, no, you have to do open play, which really it's, it's tricky. It's tricky because none of you got to wing it. Exactly. So we're all kind of trying to make it up as we go, which is why I reached out to you because I was like, there's something here. There's something with, you know, the community aspect of pickleball is so powerful. We have a 66 year old mother of four who comes every week to play with a 26 year old software engineer. You know, we have like, we have the 80 year old, like I've played with an MTA bus driver, you know, we have everybody coming to our little community courts um, to participate and make connections across like a really diverse array of friends of race of socioeconomic status. And it's really, really powerful. And, you know, I know we also have to have kids, you know, have space to play and get outside. So it really is like, how do we merge these things? So we're, we're basically growing the community of pickleball and hopefully even strengthening the community ties where these playgrounds are actually taking place. Absolutely. So do you think there's going to be some cohesion down the road and everyone's going to say, Hey, this is, this is how it's going to work. Well, would you like me to invite you to the next community board? (laughs) Yes, we will. Uh, I I think I have to wash my hair that day. I have a feeling October 16th (laughs) is is going to. Um, So we will see. I mean, you know, that is my hope because people on both sides are pissed right now to use your word. Like people are pissed. You know, we have, we have parents in the chat kind of mocking, you know, on this, on this latest comment or on this latest news article, there is somebody who comments back and says, um, it's about the age of the players. The park has been a much needed place for children to play. And it is overrun by a bunch no. of loser adults. <laughs> wow. who think they're at. You should be embarrassed. I don't even have kids and wow. I hate pickleball. Wow. That's so, brutal. You know, which to me, that is not a productive comment kids lead by you know example and so they're gonna act like this and they're gonna be you know disrespectful to the adults that are playing and they're gonna you know take their assault cozy coop and ride it right in front of you while you're playing and yeah um because they are being encouraged to do so mm-hmm. so yeah we need to stop it we need to stop it now well we need to stop it so what's the next step i mean that's a great question we will see i mean i'm hoping we have in a couple of weeks there's a community board meeting um I guess luckily it's on Zoom, so no physical war can break out. But you know, we, parents are going to come down and hurt somebody. Yeah, exactly. Wow. You know, my hope is, and kind of what my role is, and I'm trying to just kind of remind everybody that we have to coexist. This is not like, mm-hmm. it, to, in my perspective, you know, pickleball players cannot say like we deserve this whole park, but either can parents. You know, we all pay right. taxes. Right. Absolutely belongs to everyone. The playground sure. is just not for children. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Thank you both. It was it was lovely to speak with you. Okay. Well, that was fun. So now I feel a little bit better about what's going on up there in New York City. It was always a good time to go up there and visit and 
gosh, they got some issues they need to they need to iron out up there. Because yeah, people are pissed. Will. People are pissed. Yeah. And they'll figure it out. New York City. I love New York. That should be a slogan, like maybe with a heart on it. Welcome to New York. look into that i don't know something like that be a showstopper <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for reaching out lydia again yeah, we lydia. have a fabulous gift for you a really nice tank from the kinzer brand mm-hmm. um check it out if you want to get one and be as cool as lydia or us we're wearing ours right now hit yes, them up are. at kinzer.com or kinzer.brand on instagram yes so that's about it oh that's not it for today we nope. can't finish any show without missy's dating debacles and you have a good one and it's kind of a is it kind of a halloween theme as we're approaching it is a little bit approaching that time of year of a seasonal date well tell us tell us about your latest one missy well it was a it was quite a while back actually on this one um it was actually a blind date um long ago he couldn't see or no he could see I think he could. I didn't... I, yeah, I feel like he could, but it was uh, a date that was set up by my friend. So, your friend set you up on this blind date. Yes, yeah, she was having a party. She lived out in the country. Uh, so, I was kind of looking forward to it. It was like one of those keg parties, you know, way back in the day. And so, I decided... It was kind of a last-minute thing. And I'm like, okay. It was a Saturday night. And, I, you know, I didn't have a costume. And back then, you kind of just winged it. So I decided to be like a hunter, like put camouflage on. And I had like um, army pants and that kind of vibe and the hat and the boots. So I was like, okay, that's what carry I'm going to do. Carry a head around with you. I carried a rack with me. And you, could, so, you usually carry yeah. your rack with you. I do everywhere I go, but this <laughs> one was bigger. <laughs> Got me a book. No, anyway. So I had my face painted and all that kind of vibe and this guy's name she's like his name's kenny hi okay (laughs) that's fine (laughs) that almost made me spit out my beer when you said that yeah okay so you and kenny are gonna go tear it up oh kenny and i are gonna meet there and i did not know what kenny was going as but um she was a good friend of mine a little bit older you know whatever so i get there and have a couple beers here comes kenny she um introduced me he's got a cape on he's superman oh big ass s on his tiny chest i was like <laughs> right on kenny this cape stood, flowing maybe it stood for stud yeah i don't think it did oh, okay <laughs> i'm not gonna tell you what that, but anyway so he has like one of those masks on and all that and like these uh, like cowboy boot things with it it was weird I was like, okay so he was fine kind of very hick kind of guy mm-hmm. well, that's fine so the date rolled pretty good you know it was fine i drank a little bit probably too much no. and i thought you know what you know i'm a safety girl so i'm like i'm gonna stay there tonight smart move Missy. yeah well okay here's the problem so the date went okay but beyond the date i had recently believe it or not joined a church <laughs> <laughs> one of my friends went to a church and i'm not laughing because it's funny if you join a church i'm no, just it's laughing fine. the thought of you joining drinking a and then and going to yeah going in your halloween costume well what happened was I was supposed to speak in church the next day, okay? That's, and say what positive changes that the church has brought me. I'd only been in the church like four weeks. And they had already sent me, they're like, guess what? You're going to start teaching primary. So I'd only had like one, one Sunday of primary in my belt. Yeah. Were they desperate? uh, I feel like that's just how they roll. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that kind of church, but it's Mormon. (laughs) So, (laughs) and one of my, I just was like, okay, we'll see what this is about. All right. 
Anyway, so I started teaching this class. So, okay, so I knew I had to teach the class. I knew I had to get up and talk in front of people, and I woke up. And then to You're make matters worse, of alcohol. a little bit, yeah. not too, but the time changed. It was one of those deals where like, boom, it's oh. not 8.30, it's 9.30. I'm like, oh, crap. But I didn't have time to go home. I had like a sweater in my car, but I still had to wear those pants. And I still, I mean, you know, as a you girl. You wore the camouflage pants to a Mormon church. Well, they weren't, they were green, totally. But yeah, I did. I did. And I can't say that there probably wasn't some green paint like on my ear or something. I like scrubbed it off the best I could, ran a brush through that mop. I was like, flank. They're not supposed to judge. So I was like, well, I'm, I'm good, you know. So I'm like, I got to make it there. And so before I did the speech, though, I'm like, I have to go in. And, and let me remind you, old Kenny didn't stay the night. Uh, he went home. Yeah, what happened with the so, date? It wasn't nothing. a connection. No, no. 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 He wasn't a super man. He really wasn't. Or a stud. Super. <laughs> anyway. Um, so I get there, and I have, it's, you know, Halloween time. So I have a bag of candy and some granola bars and stuff from my class. You know, if you don't know what you're saying, you'll throw down some candy to some kids. It's primary. <laughs> you're going to get a lesson and fill up those tiny little bellies and be happy. Well, so they're eating and they're laughing, like giggling to themselves at the table. I'm like, okay, that's cool. They're all, you know, doing fine. I'm teaching them a lesson about, I don't know, Eli or something. And Manny? Eli Manny? No, not that one. Oh, okay. Um, Elijah. Oh. We'll talk about that next episode. <laughs> <laughs> but, and then the parents come in. They're like, hey, it's Fast Sunday. I'm like, oh, oh what? And the kid's like, ah. And so they weren't supposed to eat. And I had just fed them all. Oh. Every one of them were like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I was starving myself. So I'm like, crap, there's a bullet I had to take. I felt a little silly. And all the parents were like, hmm, that's okay. They're trying to be nice. But they're like, ah. get her out of here. Then I had to go into the big sanctuary and get up there on that podium <laughs> with my camouflage parts of face and greasy hair went back. Nice shirt. That's what they could see, but they didn't, you know, when I did walk down, they did see my pants and boots. But anyway, I was, you know, kind of told them how, hey, I got here. <laughs> yeah. That's positive. So I mean, I'm here. Oh, that's half the battle. So the date not only didn't go well, it ruined your time as a Mormon preschool teacher. I don't think I went back. And you probably never went back because of that, because of that Superman. Well, that was one reason, yeah. You know, so. Halloween's just around the corner again, so maybe you can get you another. Maybe I can spark me up another maybe date. Maybe you can get another time date. Change. Around I hope the t- so. Around the time change. Well, we'll see. Wear a different costume. and maybe, I do. Maybe yeah, it'll I work will. out. Maybe it won't. I think it probably will this time. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it will. We're yeah. all on the edge of our seat waiting yeah. for that. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. We've yes, had a thanks. great time. Thanks again for Christy Sharpstein. Thanks, Kinzer. For Lydia up there in New York City. And, of course, mm-hmm. our Kinzer boys down there. Thank yep. you guys so much. Until next time, bye. Take care now.